0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the Villages Daily Sun's What's Happening Around the Villages podcast. I'm Holly Lawler, the Associate Managing Editor of Broadcasting for the Daily Sun. And joining me is Executive Producer of the Villages News Network, Jill Winters. Hello, Jill. Hi, Holly. We're going to tell you about what's happening in and around Florida's friendliest hometown. So let's get started with the big event of the week, and that's the Villages St. Patrick's Day Festival. This festival will actually happen twice, so this week is the first version from 4 to 9 p.m. Friday at Lake Sumter Landing, and the second version will be on St. Patrick's Day at Spanish Springs Town Square. These events will have all the activities that make festivals in the villages so much fun. You've got the decorations, the food trucks, the resident performance groups, the performers who come from out of town like We Flip and the Stilt Walkers, and the authentic music, which will be provided by Celtic band Empty Hats at this festival, This festival is free and you don't need tickets, but you can visit
1: thevillagesentertainment.com to find the complete schedule and list of entertainers and food trucks. And Holly, since we're talking about events on the squares, we want to remind everyone about the Interval Training on the Square event we told you about last week. The Recreation and Parks Department is slowly bringing back some of its outdoor monthly activities and this will be the first one to happen in a couple of months. It's taking place Tuesday, that's tomorrow, bright and early at 8 a.m. at Lake Sumter Landing Market Square. The purpose of these events is to give everyone a chance to try a new exercise that you may want to keep doing at one of the recreation centers. This one is a high-energy activity that alternates cardio exercises for three minutes with one and a half minutes of strength training followed by a floor workout. You'll need to bring your own mat and weights and everyone will be socially distanced around the square. This is a free event but registration is required for this one and since it's tomorrow you do need to jump on the districtgov.org website as soon as possible and go under the Recreation Department tab so you can get a spot. It's always nice to do a workout in the fresh air if the weather is good. Jill, that brings
0: us to the rest of the Recreation and Parks Department activities for the week. And we found out last week that Camp Villages Easter events have been scheduled for March 29th through April 1st. For those of you who don't know about Camp Villages, it's a recreation and parks department program that provides fun activities for you to do with your visiting grandchildren so you can make memories together. Activities are held during the summer at Christmas time and Easter time and once a month the rest of the year. Tickets went on sale last week for events like an Easter egg hunt and a golf cart scavenger hunt. Camp Villages is such a great program, Jill, and every year we talk to residents who just love these activities and even plan their grandchildren's visits around them. There is a small fee for each activity, and you have to buy tickets in advance, and the capacity is limited now because of COVID-19.
1: So if you want to participate,
0: go to districtgov.org under the recreation tab.
1: I always look forward to covering Camp Villages activities, Holly, so this is great news. Today is also the first day of registration for the Recreation and Parks Department's spring and summer session at the Enrichment Academy. This is a program where they offer classes in many different topics from art to yoga to health and everything in between. Classes begin throughout the next few months and you can find the complete catalog online at the or you can pick one up at any regional recreation complex. Today's registration is for Villages residents only and then the general public can start registering on Friday. And
0: Jill, we mentioned this last week, but we just want to remind everyone that the inside of Fenny Recreation Center is now closed for some renovations that include adding billiards and table shuffleboard, as well as some more meeting space, and updating all the machines in the Fit Club. You can still use the pool and the nature trail and the other outdoor amenities except for the fire pit. And the Fenny Grill is staying open, so be sure to support them during construction. They plan to reopen the interior of the center sometime this summer it's time for our entertainment update, and this week brings a new entertainment offering to our community, the Lazy Max Laughs Comedy Club at Lazy Max Taco Shack inside the Old Bill Playhouse at Lake Sumter Landing. The first 21 and up shows are happening at 8 p.m. on Tuesday and Wednesday of this week with Norm Stoltz, who has been seen on HBO, Showtime, Comedy Central, and has performed here before at the Sharon L. Morse Performing Arts Center. You can go to TheVillagesEntertainment.com to get your tickets, and be advised that there is a minimum food and drink purchase from Lazy Max, which has a full menu and bar. These comedy shows will be held every Tuesday and Wednesday night, so check out the upcoming acts on the website as well. We could all use a laugh right now, Jill, and a regular comedy show is a great
1: addition to the village's wealth of entertainment. Holly the Old Mill also began showing two new movies last Friday, opening The Croods, A New Age, and The Marksman. The movies will run three times a day Thursday through Sunday for the next two weeks. They reopened last month with just one auditorium and have already expanded to two, so that means there must be a demand for all these moviegoers who have definitely been missing the big screen. You can now get movie tickets at the VillagesEntertainment.com website, and you can also get tickets for any show through the Villages Entertainment at the Old Mill box office.
0: And Jill, also at Lake Sumter Landing, one of our resident art groups is having one of its outdoor shows on Sunday. The Visual Arts Association of the Villages will host another Artists' Round the Square event from 1 to 4 p.m. that day out on Market Square. Some of the artists in the group set up booths where they display and sell some of their work, and many of them will work on a new painting right there during the event. So that's always a nice, relaxed event where you just walk around and admire your neighbor's talents, and maybe even find something you want to take home and hang on your walls. I think it's pretty cool to have artwork in your home that you got directly from the artist who happens to
1: live in the same town. And Holly, another resonant group is showing off its talents this week, but they'll be doing it on the stage instead of the square. Step on a Stage Productions will present a show called Robinson and Raft at 2 p.m. Friday and then at 4 p.m. on Sunday at Lake Myona Regional Recreation Complex. This show definitely sounds interesting. It's about two characters who get cast together in a movie, even though the last time they tried to work together, they got into a fist fight. This play is going to be a staged reading with costumes and a minimal set, and the actors will occasionally break the fourth wall and address the audience. Tickets will be available at the door for a requested $5 donation per person. Capacity will be limited to about 80, and seats will be spaced apart so that the audience can social distance. Masks are also required. Jill, we have a couple more entertainment options to tell our listeners about this
0: week that are just outside of the Villages. The Sumter County Fair is going on this week. It started last Friday and runs through this Saturday. The complete schedule is available at sumterfair.net, but they'll have the usual rides, kids showing the animals they raised, acrobats and comedy shows, and special deals, like today is buy an armband for $15 and ride unlimited rides all day. The Sumter County Fairgrounds are in Bevel's Corner, even though technically the address is in Bushnell, about 15 to 30 miles south of the villages, depending on which part you're in.
1: And Holly, our listeners may be familiar with Timberline Farm in Bellevue, where they sell Christmas trees and have a few festivals each year. This weekend, the farm is hosting a springtime strawberry festival with live music, train rides, hay rides, pony rides, and face paintings, and of course, vendors selling fresh strawberries and strawberry desserts. Yum. Hours are 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday and noon to 6 p.m. Sunday, and you can find directions and details at TimberlineFarm.net. Holly, that brings us to the sports segment of the podcast, and tomorrow tickets will go on sale for the Villages SC's home matches. For those who don't know, this is our hometown USL League 2 soccer team, and players come from all over the world to try out and be part of the team. A total of 10 games will be played this season, and four of them will be at the home stadium, which is on U.S. Highway 301 in Summerfield. They will begin the season May 12th on the road against Weston FC. Then they play the first home match on May 22nd against FC Miami City. You can go to thevillagessc.com for the schedule and tickets. Holly, it's pretty cool to have such a high level of soccer in our community, and they are hoping even more people will get involved and attend games like this this year. They even added lights to the complex to allow for evening start times this season. Jill, another sport we are lucky to
0: have in such close proximity is polo and the spring season started this past weekend at the Villages Polo Club, which is a beautiful facility on Buena Vista Boulevard. Matches will be played every Friday and Sunday for the next 11 weekends through May 23rd. If you haven't been to a match, add it to your list of things you have to do in the Villages, and who knows, you might become a regular. You can find that schedule and tickets at thevillagespoloclub.com.
1: And Holly, finally we have our local high school sports for residents who may be missing watching their grandkids play in their hometown or who just enjoy sports and supporting student-athletes. The spring sports season includes baseball and softball, boys weightlifting, tennis, and track and field. The Daily Sun has complete coverage of high school sports at the Villages and Wildwood, so keep an eye on the sports section every day to stay in the loop. Holly, we've come to the last segment of the podcast, and that's upcoming fundraisers. And this one isn't happening this week, but I want to mention it again so everyone has a chance to sign up. The Band of Brothers is hosting a bowling tournament to help raise funds for local military and veteran groups like Operation Shoebox and Project SOS. This event will begin at eleven AM March 27th at Fiesta Bowl, and the cost is $120 for a team of four bowlers. You can call Bob Sullivan at 352 352- Six three three nine two four eight. Again, that's Bob at three five two. to sign up your team. And Jill, another veteran-related
0: event is happening this week. The village's cheerleaders are hosting a basket chance drawing to raise money for the women's Honor Flight that is in the works. We've mentioned this before, but for those who don't know, Honor Flight is a nonprofit that takes veterans to see the war memorials in Washington, D.C. free of charge. And before the pandemic, they had just announced an all-women Honor Flight project. Of course, when COVID hit, everything got postponed, but they are still fundraising for this flight, so they'll be ready when it can happen safely. So the village's cheerleaders will be at Chicken Salad Chick in the Plaza Grande near Spanish Springs on Friday from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m., and they will sell tickets for this basket auction. The cost is $10 for 26 tickets, and 27 baskets will be available they'll pull the winning tickets at the end of the event. So make sure you show up and donate $10 for a chance to win some nice baskets.
1: Holly, many fundraisers have been put on hold because of COVID and groups have had to adjust to try to continue the work they do to help out around the community. Bonnie Boxes of the Villages is one of those groups. They are a nonprofit that puts together care packages for patients going through cancer treatments at the Florida Cancer Specialist and Research Institute in the Sharon L. Moore's Medical Office Building. Since they can't raise money, They are asking the public for donations of the items in the care packages. That's word puzzle boxes and coloring books, unflavored chapstick, small tissue packets and pens, and they would love to receive gift cards to Dollar Tree so they can purchase even more items. Group leader Nancy Leary will be accepting donations at her home from Thursday through March 25th, and you can drop them off at 487 Medford Place, again that's 487-MEDFORD, M-E-D-F-O-R-D, place, and that is in the village of Amelia. Jill, our
0: local food pantries are always in need of donations, so a local group is helping out with a collection this weekend. On Saturday, you can drop off non-perishable items like soups, canned vegetables, mac and cheese, and juice boxes to the DeSoto for Nonprofits Committee from 1 to 3 p.m. at Everglades Regional Recreation Complex. They really appreciate your donations and will gladly deliver them to local food pantries for you.
1: And Holly, one of those food pantries is wrapping up a different kind of charity project this week but our listeners can still get in on it if they want to. The Beyond the Walls food pantry at Heritage Community Church is collecting gently used shoes for families in need in Haiti. They will accept gently used shoes of all sizes and styles at The Pantry, which is on Berkman Street in Fruitland Park, now through Thursday. They call this the Shoes for the Soul collection, and they've already collected almost 7,000 pairs of shoes. That's pretty amazing, but they will gladly take more. Just make sure they match, and they are in decent shape. And Jill, we told our listeners
0: last week about an attempt to break the Guinness World Record for the longest golf cart parade, and that's happening this week on Saturday. They've already closed the registration for this event, but we wanted to let you know in case you see the parade on Saturday so you know what's going on. It's also a fundraiser for an organization called Coins for Alzheimer's Research Trust. The golf cart parade record was set here in the Villages in 2005, with 3,321 carts participating.
1: Holly, another Alzheimer's benefit is coming up this weekend, and that's the annual Alzheimer's Walk. This year, the walk begins at 9.30 a.m. Saturday at the Villages Polo Club. Registration starts at the polo fields at 8 a.m. with opening ceremonies at 9 a.m. The cost is $20 for adults, $10 for children ages 6 through 12, and free for children under age 6. It does cost $5 to participate in the golf cart rally. The event will also be streamed on Facebook at the Alzheimer's Family Organization Facebook page for those feeling safer attending virtually. To register, you can visit alzheimersfamily.org and go to their special
0: events tab. And Jill, a group that raises money for student scholarships, is hosting an event this week that also will help businesses in the area. Dollars for Scholars is having a biz bounce-back extravaganza from 2 to 5 p.m. Saturday at the parking lot of Clearview Optics in Mulberry Grove Professional Plaza. They have been having concerts and dances at this location to raise money, and this time they are asking small businesses to come and set up booths so they can network and find ways to help each other during the pandemic. They'll have live music, food, and a chance drawing. These events are always fun and well attended, so it's
1: nice they are opening it up to help even more people. Holly, speaking of businesses, we mentioned Patchington and Spanish Springs a lot because they are always involved in some kind of fundraiser. Today is the last day of the store's Party With a Purpose event where you can donate gently used clothing or money to the Haven of Lake and Sumter Counties for victims of domestic abuse. They also have an event coming up Friday where you can make an appointment to get fairy hair, which is strands of glittery hair put in your own hair. To make an appointment, you can call the store at 352-751-1086. One more time, that's 352-751-1086. I don't think this event is for charity, but it does sound like fun. And Jill, we just found out about
0: another charity event happening this week. LPGA Hall of Famer Nancy Lopez will visit our community on Thursday at her namesake country club to raise money for her main charitable organization, Adventures in Movement for Handicapped Children, also known as AIM. She will hold a meet and greet from noon to 7.30 p.m. Thursday at Legacy Restaurant at Nancy Lopez Country Club. And she'll be available to talk take photos, and sign autographs. A special menu is planned with some of her favorite dishes and chef specials. Owners, the Sullivan family, will donate 20% of all food sales to her organization. Masks and social distancing will be in effect. Jill, it's time for this week's interesting story. And I found this one fascinating because I enjoy learning about the history of this area since my family goes way back in both Lake and Sumter counties. A place called Wild Cow Prairie Cemetery can be found on land that is part of the Croom section of the Withlacoochee State Forest in Sumter County, just off Interstate 75, not far from the Florida National Cemetery. The National Park Service just put Wild Cow on the National Register of Historic Places because it is the last remnant of a settlement called Pemberton, which was founded by Civil War veteran James T. Pemberton in 1876. He built a ferry that transported people and their stagecoaches across the Withlacoochee River, and Pemberton became a significant transit hub for trains and steamboats. But the settlement began to disband in the early 1900s because of unchecked deforestation, overmining of phosphate, and a reputation as a safe haven for escaped criminals. How exciting. James Pemberton died in 1905 and is actually buried at Wild Cow Cemetery. It isn't easy to get a cemetery listed at the national level, so it's a pretty big deal, and is the third place in Sumter County to receive the National Historic Designation, along with Dade Battlefield and the Thomas R. Pierce House in Bushnell. Members of the Sumter County Preservation Society are working on restoring the cemetery in preparation for some upcoming recognition ceremonies. Headstones have been vandalized in the past, so one member goes there almost every day to check everything out. It's one of the sites on the scenic Sumter Heritage Byway, that is designed to heighten awareness of Sumter's historical, cultural, and environmental contributions. So if you enjoy history and like driving around and seeing new sites, go to sumterbyway.com to find a map of the route and information about all the stops along the way. That's all we have for this week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. As always, you can find all of our podcasts by visiting thevillagesdailysun.com slash podcasts, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. I'm Holly Lawler. And I'm Jill Winters. Tune in again next week to stay up to date on what's happening around the villages.